0: Welcome to Do The Math, a podcast where we discuss the times we're in, divide the topics, subtract the nonsense, and see what adds up. Be sure to like us, rate, and subscribe to wherever you stream your podcast. Let's get into the show. Hello, and how y'all doing, y'all? I'm gonna give you about thirty seconds to answer that, cause that's a really uh, imperative question these days, man. A lot of people will be asking me, um, it will. Let me give you that thirty seconds. Hold on, let me get my timer out. Okay, thirty seconds don't pass. A lot of people usually ask, "How are you doing?" And I don't know about you, man, but let me let me see how I kind of put it into perspective, right? You just say, "Ask me how I'm doing on Monday." I give you the same answer that I gave you yesterday. You ask you how I'm doing on Wednesday I you the same answer I gave on Tuesday if you really cared how I was doing wouldn't you see that I'm looking at doing shit you know what I'm saying if I give you the same answer time after time I would expect for you to kind of uh realize you know hey look this dude really not doing nothing or maybe his answers really aren't you know genuine or maybe he's really not doing you know as well or as poorly as he said he was or was not you know that's my food for thought for the day. You know, we're thinking about it as I got in the podcast, but welcome. I know you guys are probably like, what's going on? Where you been? Um, I'm also like, what's going on? Where I've been too. Um my times, I really be sitting down trying to get this podcast going, but by the time I put my phone down, seeing them be like, breaking news, so-and-so died, so-and-so shooting. Blah, blah, blah. So, I think um, for me, I just gotta be consistent because the, the news is out there. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's getting out there regardless. And it's up to me to be able to do that math for you guys, to digest it, to um, also be able to regurgitate it in the best formula possible. So, let's get right into the show. Breaking news, breaking news. I don't know how many of you guys know me. But if you really know me, you know that I love Well, if you really know me, you know I'm lactose intolerant. But um I will go against that lactose intolerance for a few things. It used to be chocolate, but um, you know, dentist said that wasn't really the good. You know what I'm saying? Even though they say chocolate is good for your health, but I mean the way I was eating chocolate, he would have thought that hmm, I was the one making it myself, you know what I'm saying? And there's one more thing, ice cream. Those of you guys who know me, no, I love ice cream and I know it sounds crazy because ice cream just to be to me seems to be more I say 100% milk you know what I'm saying or let's say 80% milk or mostly milk but funny enough um, there's a popular ice cream in Dallas or in Texas called bluebell ice cream now bluebell is actually ranked to be one of the top nine worst ice creams um, in america they said also is top uh 10 in using the worst ingredients in ice cream now to me you know i'm gonna be very blunt with you guys man i don't really care because if i'm eating ice cream i'm not eating ice cream looking for the for the dietary restrictions you know what i'm saying i'm not looking at the sodium i'm not looking at the ingredients i'm not looking at the at the whatever the postage i'm not looking at the the, the, the rice, and I'm not looking at what they put in the ice cream. Put it in the ice cream, put it in the ice cream, put it in the ice cream. Because if I'm eating ice cream, I already know I'm eating poison, and at least let this poison be sweet. You know what I'm saying? And if you really break down the numbers on the whole situation, I think mean, Bluebell currently owns about 52% of the market share in Texas, which is actually one th- allows it to be considered the third largest ice cream company by revenue in america that's at 671 million dollars according to zippa just last year so people can say it's the worst people can say it's not good but they say men lie women lie numbers don't if people are spending 600 million dollars a year on ice cream that's not good maybe i need to be you know reevaluating what i think is good or not if you look at the next best is um Ben and Jerry's, which is second, and they're about 800 million. I mean, that's a a big gap. But then again, Ben and Jerry's is more of a, you know, I didn't know what Bluebell was until I moved to Texas. I think it's more of a regional thing. Ben and Jerry's, of course, they are more of a national brand. And to me, I think that's really good that Bluebell can kind of get that market share really being, you know, kind of honed into the South market. And I think they also had like a Salmonella scare a few years back ago before I first got to Texas. So to rebound from that and to be due 600 milli every year, I mean, I'd be the fool, right? Okay, it's bad. You can tell them it's bad, but the numbers are looking good. The CEO is eating good. He's not eating ice cream, I'll tell you that. He's not eating ice cream. You know what I'm saying? He's not going to buy Bluebell from the store. He's going to buy some other expensive stuff. You know what I'm saying? He's probably getting his 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 food brought to him by one of his, you know, maids or whatever. So for me, it just tells you that the perception is not always reality. Cause the really the crazy thing about the whole Bluebell survey, cause I mean only about 618 people really mentioned, no, they, 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 surveyed 618 people. I mean, I don't think that's even 0.0001% of the people in, you know, America, but I will say out of that 618 people, Nineteen point seven four percent told them that the ice cream brand was the least favorite. What do you do? Clap for yourself. Who cares? Six hundred eighty people is not a good survey size. That's why I think the numbers are kind of skewed, you know. But I don't know, man. For, for me, I always I'm not really a big fan of you know looking at stats or whatever because you're gonna like what you're gonna like, you know. And then I don't know about you guys, but when I have my ice cream, I'm ready down the drain, you know down the road of, I'm about to be fat, I might as well go grab me some, you know, ad hoc items, you feel me? I'm usually gonna get me a pizza right there. And you know, I'm gonna go to Papa John's. You know that, we all know that. You're gonna go to Papa John's, cause it's the Mecca. I don't know why Papa John's has been the only people putting pepper in their boxes. You know what I'm saying? Had no one else caught on to that, you know, I'm like, has no one else said, wow, these peppers are really good with the pizza? And let's not just give crushed pepper, but let's give, you know, banana pepper too. Maybe I'm bugging. But I bring up pizza because I want to talk about a 25 year old man from Lafayette, Indiana, I believe. His name was Nicholas Bostic. Um, Nicholas actually, a couple weeks ago, was delivering a pizza to, in his neighborhood and saw a house on fire. You know, most people will call nine one one. you know what I'm saying? Most people will say, oh, dang, there's a the house on fire. Actually, most people will just drive by and say, damn, someone already called 911. one Or, you know, hey, actually, actually, most people put on Instagram before they call anybody. They'll drive by, post it like, oh, that's mad crazy. Oh, sh- oh shit, like, have I seen that fire? And then you wonder why the police not called. But instead of being a, a fool, Nicholas actually ran into the burning building to save the children um and he didn't do it once twice or three times this dude ran in there around four to five times it's 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 not an actual set number because you know when you get to the action you kind of get there late right so they for sure saw him running four times but it could be more than that the dude said that he ran in to the building knowing that you know people were inside um, he saved, uh, at the first swoop, a six-year-old. Um, sorry, no, he helped four youths escape. And then he went back the final time to help a six-year-old who was trapped inside. Um, as the police were pulling up, they, they literally saw this dude jumping out the second-story window of the building with the kid through the fire. You know, and um, the, whole, the whole idea of this is just crazy to me because you have, you know, people who are paid, right? To do this job, or paid to be civil servants or public servants, who can barely do that. When you have a regular, you know, not, not sorry, a hero, pizza delivery person, right? Who not only stops what he's doing, you know, what I'm saying. I'm sure people will hit him up like, "Yo, where the pizza at? Where the pizza at?" And he's probably looking at them like, "Yo, I'm, I'm, I'm saving lives," you know what I'm saying? But a eyewitness account said that without hesitation, he ran back into the burning house. And the of the, the guy said that the floor was basically a black lagoon of smoke. He couldn't see anything. He had to use his forearms to literally crawl throughout the house searching for people. I don't know about you guys, man, but if it's me, I ain't doing all that, man. I'm gonna it a buck because I don't get paid to be police. I don't get paid to be firefighters. They're not gonna pay me enough to go into a burning house. But for him, that's good. He can do that, you know? So. Up to me, I want to deem him a hero, right? But I also want to know how he kind of got his mindset ready to walk into an oven, you know, essentially because you're looking at a place that is burning down to the core, yet you run in once, you run in twice, you run in three times, you run in four times. And he was even saying that he had, um for him, he was having like an inner dialogue with himself, just like, yo, should I go inside this house to get the last kid? And you know i think i think that's a really big decision because at a point you know hey this house is really going to collapse or you know it's not even feasible for me just regular dude no 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 protective gear no long he had on a t-shirt and shorts you know but he still ran in the house which, which to me is just just amazing because you yeah, have people who have all the gear in the world have all the training in the world have all of the um you know, I guess, morale, allegedly, right, or all the, um, the coof, or all the, um, I guess, permission, right, or empowerment to be superheroes, or whatever you want to call them, but here they are doing nothing, you know, here they are just, you know, standing down the hallway, dapping people up, using, you know, hand sanitizer, you know, I mean, you guys know what I'm talking about. You don't have to get the, into the, you know, semantics, but you're talking about the, those from evolved, or you know, the evolved shooting that happened a couple months ago, when you had police officers who 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 were just you know doing probably one of the worst police officer jobs I've seen in my life. I think I was telling some people that I know that um, just the formations they were using to enter the building. I don't know about you guys, but I play Call of Duty. I'm not saying I'm an expert, but I am saying that what they were doing, they would be off my team, you know what I'm saying, like, what are you, you are not doing anything at this point, you're literally sitting down the hall, dabbing each other up, taking screenshots, calling, chatting up, texting, people are getting shot, you know, and here you are, just chilling, so I just want to give a special shout out to my boy, you know, uh, Mr. Bostic, for being a superhero during this time of uh, despair, I think the country really needed uh that good news i wish he was paraded a little bit more on media instead of the nonsense we're getting these days which is just you know the donald trump bs or you know i mean yeah, every day seems to be a whole different you know math shooting or you know we're dealing with politics but this guy did something out of the norm so i just want to give him his kudos you can look it up as well um uh, nick Bostick, um out of um lafayette indiana the good thing about nick is that um He's one of those people who we like to see in society. But also, on the other hand, hopefully he's gonna be okay. And hopefully those children are okay as well. Um, I think uh it's not really that bad, you know what I'm saying, to be to be the pizza guy situation because now he's a hero. Now he's not gonna have to live a pizza ever again, I'll tell you that. You know what I'm saying? So kudos to Nick. I want to move on to my next topic here. This one is really dear to my heart because um, it all kind of encompasses everything, right? As you guys know, I mentioned earlier that I've been busy. Um, that's why the podcast hasn't been out. But I, I've, been, I've been around the world and I, yeah, yeah. I've been cruising, you know. Uh, I went to Rolling Loud a couple weeks ago. I don't know if you guys know what Rolling Loud is, but it's a rap festival um, based in Miami, LA, New York, Portugal, you're looking at close to 200,000 people in attendance for over 100 artists, right? But At Rolling Loud, this year, I think each day had about 65,000 people uh, in attendance. Out of that 65,000 people, I would say probably like 45,000 white people. White, young, college kids. You know, because looking at artists like Kodak Black, um, I guess the Slum God is another one. Uh, Playboy Cardi, you know all these new guys who are coming out these days who are a bit younger, you know who are, who is not really resonating with our crowd of of the older folk. I, I do. I bring up Rolling Loud to just mention them. Um, you know, I had a good time with Rolling Loud. I don't know about you guys, man. I had a actually a great time, but I was actually you know at a time and a point. Once I ended up getting, you know, my, my goal is once I go to a festival, I'm going to the front of the festival, right? I pay, I pay good money to be here, so if if there's access for me to get my body in the front, I'm big body. I'm going to get there, you know what I'm saying? That's no problem. But once you get to that area, you're really encompassed by a lot of other people who have that mentality of getting to the front. And not a lot of black people who, who be trying to get to the front, you know what I'm saying? That's cool. I don't mind that. But um, at a point... In the festival, I always got tired of being called a nigger by white people, you know. And and I know it sounds crazy, right? But imagine being in attendance of a crowd of 65,000 people. And you're in the front row, you know, they're singing, I believe, uh, Kordak Black, right? Uh, Kodak Black uh, had a song called Skrilla. And when the song is coming on, you know, I don't know the lyrics that well. You know, my, I said, I, I went there for quite a few artists, you know, the main headliners, but... I guess this song was really popular amongst the crowd. And I'm there with people who are probably still in high school, right? You know, who are probably still in high school, college, whatever, you know, sweethearts, you know, college sweethearts, these dudes all hugged up, you know, with their girlfriends, kissing them, loving them. I'm like, hey, I love the white love, you know what I'm saying? You have all these little college kids trying to be, you know, buck, like, you know, won't move out the way, or whatever. what are they doing, you know? And of course, they're reciting the lyrics to these songs as, um, as it comes on and one lyric that really kind of stuck with me that really opened my eyes like wow these people are really bugging you know what i'm saying like i'm just recollecting the whole process now because when i tell you guys how i was thinking about it maybe you're gonna be on the same wavelength right so kodak black song called skrilla is a lyric that says all my niggas monkeys we gorillas all my niggas clutching we some hitters right cool great lyric i guess but the way these people were singing this song and putting the fake guns at me you know what i'm saying putting oh all my niggas you know it's all my niggas monkeys i'm looking like dang who the, who the monkey matter of fact matter of fact the way i even knew what was happening was you know um the other song coming on and you know i was in the you know i was in the front vibing right when we're in the front you're not really looking back but i kept hearing Let's say, let's say uh, the song was "My Nigga, My Nigga." I kept hearing someone screaming "My Nigga, My Nigga" mad loud. You know what I'm saying? Like they were embracing this thing as if you know, <laughs> you know they're screaming it. I mean, I, I felt the the the, the shockwaves of their voice bouncing off my neck. You know what I'm saying? So when the song was over, I looked back and said, "Oh, where, where my niggas at?" You know what I'm saying? Because ain't no way somebody's gonna be screaming like this, "My Nigga, My Nigga." I'm going to see, hey, where are the niggas let me dive them up? You know what I'm saying? Nice to meet you, blah, 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 I look back, it's a bunch of, I'll probably say not even older than 21 um, white girls. You know what I'm saying? And I'm looking like, oh, this must be this must be a game. You know, and then the whole night, you know, as I'm maneuvering, moving up, moving up, I get more and more into that, you know, crowd of, you know, less black people, more white folk. And they're having the time of their lives screaming this N-word up and down, up and down. The fact that they, you know, they didn't care. You know, uh, you know, you have people bringing out. That's why I know this, 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 this is deeper than what we're looking at right now. Because you have these children who are also stringing these words of my nigga this, my nigga that. Loud, proud, hype. They're also doing this, pulling out the phones, recording themselves on Instagram, Snapchat. Posting it amongst themselves, that to me lets me know that they use this word on a daily basis, you know, or they use this word quite frequently. Because if you're comfortable enough to be here screaming the lyrics to a song that have nigga this, nigga that, posting it on IG, posting it on your on your uh, on your Snapchat of you singing this. I mean, why are you posting this too amongst your friends, right? And no one's checking you because that means your friends are also enabling this behavior. They're also amongst this culture of nigga this, nigga that, my people. You know I had to hold it down. Don't get it twisted now. They were not just calling me nigga, 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 nigga. nigga, And I was just saying yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Now I didn't wanna start a commotion, you feel me? I wanted to be kind of cordial. We had a festival. I know festival culture. You know, I know it's, it's, you know, you wanna be vibing, right? You're chilling, nothing too crazy. So for me, I think the biggest pain point was that particular incident but i took joy because i knew that if i looked you in the eye when you're saying that you're gonna stop that you're gonna be neat you're gonna stop so i was dancing the vibe and they're saying my nigga, i'm looking at them and they're shutting up and they're just closing them out some of them are you know using the fake pause when you say the n-word i'm like yo yo Shetho, i, I know you just saying the n-word before but i know you're not gonna say it now you know what i'm saying because because now i'm here the nigga is here you know what i'm saying the nigga you people are looking for, is he, I don't know, me back, I'm here. So that is, you know, essentially how the rest of the night went. Um, People were just, you know, I guess fake saying the N word or, you know, having the gaps. Of course, not all of them really complied. You know, some of them, of course, said the N word. I don't really care, but I don't think it's up to us, right? Why, why the hell are we going to be up to us, to police, who's saying what? When it should be up to the artists who are the ones who are putting these words in their songs. They know that these kids will say these words. They know they're not omitting it. So up to me, is it? I'm going to ask you guys a question. Is it up to the artist to omit this word from their lyric? Or is it up to the, I guess, the singers or the fans to kind of know, hey, look, this is a word I cannot say. I mean, you can say any word you want to say. I don't really care. It doesn't affect me, right? But does it subconsciously hit them like okay look like yo i'm tripping i gotta skip this word or you know whatever we all know the answer is no on their side but what do you guys think is it up to the artist or is it up to you know the actual person who is um singing the song uh, up to me i think it's up to the artist you know i think that these artists seem to i mean like come on bro y'all, y'all go to these festivals you know what i'm saying you guys see exactly who is buying these tickets who is buying your tickets you see who your fans are yet you still make this music that makes it culturally acceptable to call this nigga this nigga that on the flip side um i came back a few days after rolling loud and i went directly to a burner boy concert totally different right much mature crowd um a lot of quote unquote niggas, right for real for real in the room so one thing i did want to call out is that you know while I was expecting the concert to be lit you know it was it was lit as in you know it was good um the pavilion having us out there was mad disrespectful y'all knew it was 100 degrees shame on the, the the promoters for that i don't know why you guys couldn't book anywhere else Burner boy is big enough in my opinion to give us some ac y'all booked houston the night before great they had ac you didn't think dallas that's hotter should have ac does that make sense to you just want to know does that make sense to you doesn't make sense to me but a few things before I get into my, my point here, Burnable also, he didn't use any backup audio. If you go to a lot of these concerts, when the person stops talking, you hear their voice in the background of the original song being blurred out into the speakers. Especially a lot of these black concerts, cause these dudes can't rap. They, they sound terrible, they sound like they're on drugs or whatever. It sounds like, oh my gosh, like go back into the booth with the auto-tune or with the, the A&R, you know, the mix and master, and do that stat. Or the burner boy, this guy sounded, I mean I've seen a couple times, but on a grand stage, once he stopped rapping, there was nothing behind him, you know? There's no voiceover or no background music, you know, which I appreciated because that allows us to hear you, the artist, for who you are, to know that we are still getting a great quality product on the um the, the albums and in real life it's just amazing because that tells you the kind of artists they are, you know, that, hey, look, like they put in the work, you know, they put in work to hone their craft to make them as good as they are. The energy uh, in Dallas, I think it was, it was cool. I don't think everybody was having a good time as they could have, you know, um, I think the, the section culture has really kind of made that what it is in Dallas. People are bougie, X, Y, Z, so it kind of transpires and, you know, pushes out into other avenues of um, you know, I guess the the the, the scene in Dallas, but I brought up the Burner Boy show because if you look at the lyrics I just mentioned from uh Kodak Black, I know he's not a good comparison, but any let's do Kendrick Lamar, right? I'm sure he has a nigga laced all over his album, you know? But you look at something like Burner and I think you can probably count maybe ten, less than that, five at five n-words you know the whole album which to me just shows us the the differentiation of music right and it kind of boils down to why i do not support rap music like that i think you know rolling loud was a great experience i had fun don't get me twisted i may go again just because it's not even because of the music i just like the whole we in the mosh pit let's turn up you know what i'm saying that's my energy like you guys believe it or not i may be bush but I'm moshing, you know. That's me. I like that kind of stuff, you know. Um, and I think you can't find that outside of, of a rap festival or a Travis Scott type thing, you know. You won't find that at a, at a more white festival. Maybe at the maybe at these electronical festivals, you know. My friends invite me, I will go. Amanze, I'm calling you out because I know you'd be outside, bro. Let me know when we when we go into on one, man. If for me, I'm down. But for now, I have to go with what I know. Which is the Rolling Lyle of the world, the um, Astra World, you know, the um, Broccoli Fest, the Made in Americas, and they're all cool, but I'm low key getting tired of, you know, going out somewhere and being called a nigga by white people and it being culturally acceptable because of the environment we're in. When I can see that there are other concert like environments that it's not acceptable because God, you know damn well, you know damn well if any white Person opened their mouth and said, "Nigga, at a burning Boy concert, they would have had their ass evacuated." You feel me? Because they're not playing that. So definitely, um, it's an interesting perspective. I definitely want to bring to, to to you guys' attention to see your thoughts. Please let me know in the comments. Um, moving on to to you know, I said I was traveling a lot throughout these past few weeks. So I, I was literally. On the way back to Dallas, when I heard about this shooting going on at Love Field, thank God I went to DFW, but I mean, what's good, Patricia, or Portia, or sorry, or Portia, and you know um, the, the, the crazy thing is that Portia, I don't want to say it, but let me just say it, this girl seems to be Nigerian, or Dufua, I mean, she's not, you know, I, I'm crossing my fingers, knocking on wood, that she's not evil. But or I mean, it, it sounds more Yoruba, but it could also be Ibo, right? It could also be she's not even from either or. But it said that she went to a woman's restroom and came out maybe a, a few minutes later to the ticket counter and fired the weapon several times in the Dallas Love Field Airport. You ever been to Dallas Love You know, it's quite of a small airport. You take ten steps, you're probably you know you can probably kiss the ticket counter person. That's how close. It is from the door, right? So the fact that she had this going on at this airport, I don't think she, she wanted to do anything more but just cause a scene and, you know, disrupt the piece and be looked at as a fool because you you weren't doing no shooting in there, bro. Not 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 in there, man. Like that that to me just you know, I don't know if she has uh mental health issues which of course she probably oh, she already claimed mental health, right? That she has seen how the white folk do. So as she has claimed mental health, us actually gets the same type of treatment as um other mental health claimees in the past. All the mass shooters who claim mental health, all the murderers who claim mental health, everybody who claims mental health that is white, I want Portia to get the same due diligence of her own mental health analysis. Because yes, she was shot in her lower extremities, but she was not killed. That means she will get her day in court. So I'm interested to see some more information about this. I think she had a very rough history, uh, to be honest. I think one thing that really caught my eyes is that she had about three different altercations all within a six-month time frame. Uh, in April 2019, she was arrested for a bank robbery in Wiley, but she was found incompetent to stand trial. What does that mean? My lawyer friends, please text me incompetent to stand trial is that another way i can i can use to you know i guess get out of of trial you know what i'm saying or 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 what essentially you know please let me know because i'm trying to be able to do stuff that's stupid like rob a bank and be seen incompetent enough to stand trial um in terms of september of that year she was detained for a pile which is basically apprehension by a police officer without warrant at love field and transported for a mental health evaluation that means this girl likes this airport you know what i'm saying she likes love field because she's been there a couple times in the past couple years acting the fool you know what i'm saying so i don't know what's going on with her but you guys might want to have that love field locked down and lastly she was also arrested in mesquite for arson so you see the, the 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 trajectory she has Her mental health seems to be a big factor because you can't commit arson and then be detained in the airport and then also be arrested for robbing a bank and then be out free in order to shoot at the airport again. That doesn't make sense. How did you get there? How did you even get allowed in here? I thought she had mental health issues, you know, and it, it seems that she has. So I'm just I'm just really curious to see how she even made this happen, and, and where were the police when this was going on? Where were those who, you know, released her from this jail in Wiley or who released her from uh, apprehension in um in 2020 when she came into the airport the first time? So, I don't know, man. I think for you and me, it's a question that needs to be done. You know, you need to do math on that. Um, Speaking of math, I know a lot of you guys went to school and, and didn't have the best GPAs, right? But I know even as you graduate with your GPA, let's say it was a 2.0, let's say it was a 1.9, let's say it was a two point two, whatever it was, right? I'm sure you were appreciative of your time uh, in school. So you wanted to celebrate maybe with a photo or maybe with um, you know, some kind of party. Well, Tarika Starr um, is a graduate from a university. I won't say the university name. Kind of want to put them. Actually, I'll say I think Florida A and M University uh, was the school, which is the HBCU. Um, The thing about her is that she posted a photo, uh, a graduation photo. Nice outfit, you know. Nice outfit, looking great, you know. Black queen, perfect. Posted that. I graduated with a three point eight GPA, and um, at twenty four, which is great. I mean mind you you know that's a really big accomplishment right she's she's a master of education now but one thing that she did do that I don't think I have issue with is just that I have the questions about she posted um, the cold photo and a couple of days later she just came on there and posted a, I mean a butt naked photo if I'm that's what it is a butt naked photo posted a button of the photo in front of the school's um you no know, uh I guess mascot on campus you can see the school's name very visibly you can also see her of course the, her, her assets very visibly I bring this up because this happened at an HBCU and in the time where HBCUs are looking to gather all the respect all the um I guess all the notoriety all of the um accolades all of the you know i guess ideas of having a level playing field with other you know EWIs. this is probably one of the worst things this girl could have done for herself and for this school because we, we see the standard of this, this can never in my don't shoot the messenger i'm just doing the math but this could never happen at a PWI, because once this photo got out, that girl would be expelled. J.J. Bum-bum. Boom. Once that photo got out, she'd be expelled. And I think the question I have for you guys is, of course, do you guys think she stepped out of line on this? On this? Um, I'm going to post her photo on the Instagram just to spark the conversation, but well, do you think she just out of line? Or do you think she would just, you know, express herself? Do you think that this was a good look for the HBCU? Do you think it's going to provide more harm than good? Or do you just think that, you know, it doesn't matter either or? My, my opinion is that, as I said, this, this is going to do a lot more harm than good to the HBCU. You have athletes who are looking to do D1, you know, scholarships, who are looking to now pivot from going to the OU's, the Texas Tech's. Texas, you know, the UCLA's, to go to the, to to you know, the HBCUs, like Ford a and Howard, you know, um, the Ski, all these schools that they're looking to now bring in the black athlete. You know, they have all these name, likeness, and image, you know, um, contracts are now signing. So imagine all the students who were thinking of Ford a University, who now have to say, hey, mom, like, you know, I was thinking about Ford a and University, and the mom is, you know, looking doing do all her research and then boom, ba-bam, Tariqa Star comes out but to get what, what kind of example is that set for, for you know, us as a people that this is okay? And and, and I don't a mind the nudity, right? You know, I was questioning, is she like a stripper or is she like, you know, like, I don't know anything else that can make sense to be honest. You know what I'm saying? So, is she like a stripper? But well, no, she said, um, it's her, her words. Anybody who knows me knows that I've been dressing provocative my whole life. That's a, there's a lot of assumptions that have come with me except my body. A lot of people question my com- capabilities and intelligence solely based on how I chose to dress. As I'm standing here with my master's degree at the tender age of 24, I am the living proof that clothes do not define you. I encourage everybody to embrace their bodies and stop outside social norms. With love... Tariqa Williams, M.ED. I see a lot of things here I want to just go into to to kind of digest. She says that a lot of people question my capabilities and intelligence solely based on how I choose to dress. Tariqa, my sister. If you care what people are thinking in college, you have a long way to go. Because in the real world, people are going to think what they want to think every single day, no matter if you're naked, no matter if you're dressed, no matter if you have a hijab, no matter if you have on a bald head, no matter if you have a whole, you know, kaftan, no matter if you have on a nun outfit, no matter if you have on a bikini, they're always gonna have an opinion. So if you are looking to live your life based on the opinions of others, you need to go back to get your master's degree revoked because they didn't teach you nothing. Number two, I am the living proof that clothes do not define you. Huh. This is news to me. This is news to me because I didn't know my clothes defined me. Because if my clothes define me, trust me, I wouldn't be wearing the clothes I'm wearing now. You know what I'm saying? I'd hope I have on some, I have on my shorts, my, my hoochie papitos. you feel me? And no shirt, of course, because I'm in my house. So I walked out now, people are going to define me based off that. I don't care because your opinion doesn't matter and you defining me is not me defining myself to you. Only you can determine who you are to yourself and what you put out there to be perceived. Now, how they perceive it, how it's perceived by others, that's that's not you know something that you can control. So, I really didn't like the fact that she made it more about you know her quote unquote haters. than, you know, I thought she had something you know decent to say here, man. Like this is like a whole bunch of copy and paste bullshit, and just to me, you just feel like. You just not want to be naked. You know what I'm saying? Just say that. I wish you just cut this crap out and said, hey, look, guys, I just couldn't find no clothes or be, I had this idea of being naked, you know, because she said she dressed provocative, but just doing a quick scroll on Instagram, none of her other posters were provocative like this, that she wasn't naked. You know what I'm saying? So provocative and naked is different. I'd rather you be provocative than butt naked in front of your school's mascot, blaring their name out there, you know, as the people, we have to do better because, this will forever be tied to Florida a m university and this will be forever tied to her as well so i'm really interested to see where she goes in terms of career um in terms of what she's looking to do she may be said i did not read too much into it. she may be set already she may have a career already which is good but i always tell people hey look like in 20 years or 15 years when your kids look up you or google you and they see you naked They see you doing, you know, anything stupid. They see you, you know, with a sex tape, they see you with the nudes. What are you gonna tell them? That people are judging me based on how I choose to dress, I decided not to wear clothes. Does that make sense to you? Does that make sense to you? Y'all need to go sit down, man, because at the end of the day, man, you know, we're doing so many things in this social media age that we did not do before for clout for gratification from the likes from the videos from you know oh my god my reel was looked at a thousand times or someone viewed it 500 times and you know how i know we do that because why is it that you post something on your instagram and nine times out of ten you're probably go watch it maybe once or twice more you know what i'm saying you check out the like count you check out the re- I'm, I'm guilty of it too maybe once or twice you know i look at okay look oh shit i got mad views on this reel you know what i'm saying or is mad comments on here, you know? So we all have that. Even those of us who claim or who do not use social media that often, we all have that in our system. So I can imagine it's a little mixture of all of this that is making her do this, you know. Which to me doesn't make any sense. But hey, kudos to her. she wants to be naked, I to be naked. We'll see it and you know observe and we'll do the math. You know what I'm saying? But like I said she needs to go on and sit down. And she needs to go and call her uncle Joe Biden to come and sit down with her too. Because I'm hearing that Joe Biden is thinking about rerunning again. I'm hearing that Joe Biden is thinking about rerunning again. I said, I'm hearing that Joe Biden is thinking about rerunning again. (laughs) Joe Biden, at the time of me writing this, or sorry, speaking this, he, he already called COVID. Like, I mean, you guys know he called COVID within probably 10 days. You know, he, he caught COVID, he got, he passed, he, you know, he's negative, and then boom, bah, four days later, less than that, my man's got COVID again. So, baba, if, if if COVID is about to take you out, imagine your next opponent. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about Donald Trump is thinking about coming to run again. We need heavy hitters. You know what I'm saying? We need a Democratic Party that's going to provide us. Matter of fact, fuck that. If I, if, if I, come to this election i'm out i'm gonna close my eyes and look at who is doing better for me my money my my retirement and my 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 aspiration to gain wealth you know i think a lot of the times this this wanted me voting for joe biden in this election was just because hey we couldn't have trump you know what i'm saying like he was low-key making this country hot And, and not hot on the you know political side but hot in terms of The turmoil, you know, Proud Boys are going in. Where the Proud Boys at now? They're not here. They done up because the boy is sitting at home. You know what I'm saying? So, actually, the Proud Boys are are sitting in jail cells. Some of them after this January 6th riot, you know. But we can't have someone like that with that influence be the president, Um, and that was my biggest concern because I didn't want him to be essentially, you know, leading us into another four years of turmoil. You know, I think we've tried these last four years. And um, with that being said, he himself need to go sit down too. Um, I don't know if Kamala, I don't know you guys know what that is. I, I heard the name a couple of times back when the election first started, but I don't really know what that is, but I hope that Kamala, that she doesn't think she's gonna use this as a segue to try to run for anything, because she needs to run out of the White House too with Joe Biden. Both for them hand in hand. We did it, Joe. You did. Nothing nothing so please exit stage left and bust your fool get out of here because kamala hasn't done nothing for the people other than strolling with the people but that's you people though not me not me because this sound like the same excuses we gave barack obama that you know he was tied you know by the hand or you know he was minimized due to the administration You know it's really crazy and i'm speaking to you guys today there was a 2.7 trillion dollar um i believe don't don't get me right on the numbers but it was around 2.7 trillion that was passed in the senate and kamala used her power oh my god finally she does something good for us right used her power to vote the and break the tiebreaker so you're telling me that we can we could have been doing this since obama since you could have had this kind of power I'd be biting was your VP. We could have been passing stuff through. You know what I'm saying? Through without even involving these stupid-ass Republicans. You know what I'm saying? And I say stupid-ass Republicans because some of these stuff they're passing, is like, this is common sense, bro. We need this shit. And y'all over here talking about, nah, y'all good. Y'all good. And don't even get me started on on the whole, you know, this is going to be for next week, but the, the whole policing woman, I've never seen the people more horny, Huh. it's ginger in the body to police woman. you know what I'm saying to police woman, to say what a woman can and cannot do with her body on that note I don't want to say too much my people I'm back back like I never left see you guys next week man I'm out